general too. I've had conversations with people that are like spiritual and they talk about energies and um, recent conversation was about sex and how like sex is like the purest form of energy exchange. And then I talk to other people that say it literally means nothing to them. Yeah. So it's like very weird to me, but I can definitely see it because even in like, um, what was it? Um, Napoleon Hill's book, not Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich as well, but Laws of Success. Okay. He talked about that. that. He's like, the sexual energy is like the most potent form of energy that you can harness and channel towards productivity, creativity, and attainment of riches. Yeah. But then, and I'm not probably not going to put this in there, but it's just, we see like how many people operate in the sense of not thinking that being promiscuous has consequences in that regard or like they they dismiss that narrative altogether yeah you, you see what like I'm they saying? don't hold value that that is a valuable thing that we must protect or give respect to um i do believe that sexual energy is insanely powerful because it's literally how humans are created if you think about that's the energy that gives life to everyone in the world and even animals and things like that. That's the first thing that must happen to manifest creation. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty crazy to think about how much we don't know about it. And But we see its power. I just don't know. Some people just aren't really connected with that. Yeah. No, I feel that. And it's so easy or so obvious when you see how it translates because that attainment, the attainment of sex drives the behavior of so many men around the world. It's insane. The cars that they buy, how hard they work. (laughs) Like people don't think about that. And maybe we could get into it if you're comfortable, but I've been wanting to talk about this and I have private conversations about this, but I don't understand why like men don't realize their worth in a way. They don't realize their <laughs> worth. They don't realize that they could really like achieve whatever they want and they don't have to be a slave to Yeah. That thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's because society's um pushed men to not be in touch with any sort of emotions, feelings, which includes the sexual side of it, because that is an emotion. Um, so I think that has been suppressed so much that now it's neglected, and so that's why there's no connection there. We could talk about the shit we were just talking about, because I think that is valuable, and that's, like, a little bit different yeah. than what we've put out in the past. We put that's out, like, true. marketing stuff, OnlyFans stuff, entrepreneurship, self-improvement, but just talking about that side of things would be really unique, and yeah. people would want to tap in, like, yo... This is some like weird stuff, but at the same time, I don't want to minimize That's weird shit. <laughs> this is weird as fuck. I want to <laughs> tune in, but I don't want to minimize like the OnlyFans side of you, because some of the th- some of the opinions that I do have, I I just want like men to be aware that they can work on themselves and go out and meet people and start a family and do really good things, you know. And I recognize that there's a market for everything. 
but the reasoning behind why there's a market doesn't really sit like well with me. Yeah, and okay, so this is actually a topic that I did talk about a little bit in my last podcast and with Nena. She pointed out that because society suppresses it so much on the front end, that's why there's a big push on the back end. So behind the scenes, people are now craving this type of um, attention, feeling that they're releasing because it's not so accepted on the front end. Like people make it a weird thing or make it like such a bad thing um, societally or there's an imbalance somewhere. There is an imbalance. That's the right word. There is a big imbalance. But sorry. Yeah, and then it's coming out like now. That's why there's such a. Yeah, but that's also true. But if you think about it, it's like eighty to ninety percent of the men that are consuming, you know, whether pornography or content of any kind that brings them air quotes closer to a, a to a woman. And there's like 10 to 15% of men that are actually going out and having sex with those women. And that's the imbalance. Because if you think about what it takes to be the guy that goes out and has those real life relationships, you really have to have like a lot of things, a lot of shit going on for you. And that's primarily because of the standards and expectations from the women's side of things as well. Because majority of women now want guys that are at the top of the hierarchy they don't want guys that are at the middle or at the bottom and the guys that are at the middle or bottom don't have any options so they have to consume the content because that's their only outlet so there's like a gap that's getting larger and larger Mm -hmm. because it's taking more now but it's gonna balance out yeah you think it's gonna balance out yeah, it, it, it'll, it'll balance out um, because there's a study by Morgan Stanley that by 2033 or 2043, um, let me think, it's, it's about like 40-something percent of women by 2033 are going to be single. And that's they're because... They're going to be like, ah, shit, i got to get someone in my tax bracket. <laughs> that's, that's literally what it is. They, what the they, fuck? They can't find anybody that makes the same amount of money as them so because get lower? they've become independent. They start making more money. Naturally, they're already less likely to go after somebody that's on their level. They're obviously yeah. like going to go after somebody that's a little bit higher. And that's just natural, like bio- biological instinct. But when they make more money, they're even more likely to go after somebody that makes like 500,000 a year or 600,000 a year. And that's only like 1%. 1% of people in the United States, now think about how many men, less than 1%. <laughs> so they're not going to find a mate. And that's primarily because of this imbalance that we've allowed to exist without informing the men that, hey, either you need to work hard and catch up, or to the women, hey, maybe you need to be slightly more realistic and slightly more forgiving of your standards. But that's a real, this is real shit that exists right now. There's a podcast that I listened to with um, Andrew Yang was being interviewed and he was talking about how most family, like 50% of families are raised by a single mother. Mm -hmm. And so meaning that less men are being raised by men, uh, meaning, meaning that they don't have that example or leadership 
to look up to. So now it's up to themselves or a different mentor to raise them. And if they look up to their mother, then they don't get the the necessary masculine, you know, which is subjective, but overall, accumulatively, I think it does have a lot to do with the, um, like the leadership or provider instinct that men, that women look for in men. It's true, because women aren't going to stop looking for that quality or those qualities. Yeah, no, I think it's natural. Yeah, and men don't realize that they have to have those qualities. And, shocker, they can work on those qualities. doesn't matter if you don't have a father figure. At any point in your life, you can work on those qualities, but you can't work on them if you're satisfying your dopamine receptors sitting at home. You have to work on them through hardship. You have to work on them through you know, a real grind and becoming a real person and going out and talking to people and meeting people. And that's the problem that I have personally (laughs) is why the fuck do people sit inside and are okay watching porn? They're okay doing whatever, but they're not okay going out and working on themselves and talking to women. They're like, damn, I have to be a person. (laughs) Sorry? They're like, damn, I have to be a person. You can be a person and it's going to be better for you in the long run. Like, Women aren't going to want to start a family with you if you're sitting inside watching them have sex with somebody they would start a family with. (laughs) So there was another podcast that I listened to. I forgot whose it was. And it was about how we are starting to outsource a lot of different human connections, such as sexual, romantic, because a lot of people go to OnlyFans for advice and just to talk to someone, stuff like that. Um, And then they compared it to how we're starting to outsource not only that side of it, but other parts of human interaction, just like we used to ask our friends for rides and now we use Uber Mm -hmm. or we used to go to the grocery store ourselves and now we're getting it delivered. So this podcast was talking about how it's not only that, but everybody overall is now using different ways to get that's sort of to make to outsource life because now that you're paying for it as a service like the delivery service the uber service even the sex service now you don't feel like you have to owe anybody anything and that exchange is now up to you and now the person is more independent and an individual and doesn't have to interact with society which is not necessary it's not i don't know how i feel about it how do you feel about that? Because I, I don't, yeah. it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily a negative, but I definitely know it's not a positive. I know what you're saying. There's, cause there are positives to it, but it's not good uh, in terms of how we're like naturally wired to be. And it's yeah. shifting our natural instincts in a direction that is unfamiliar. So we don't yes. know what's that, what that's going to entail in terms of the overall structure of society. Yeah. We don't know how many people are going to want to start families. And even that number is like diminishing. Yeah. People that are getting married, that number is diminishing. And yeah. When people don't want kids, it's now very yeah. normal for a woman to say she doesn't want kids. Exactly. Which and is okay. I'm totally okay with that. Totally fine. But how that plays out in the long run, is interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, like where's if you think about going? like what happened in China, there's 40 million single men who have. It's not like they're single wow. for various reasons, but there are not enough women for those men. 
to be with because of the one-child policy. Most households wanted men as kids. Wow. So there are not as many women. And if you think about that over the course of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, see how that plays out. But we don't think like that, you know? We don't think about those things. We don't think about the impact that our decisions have on society as a whole because everybody wants to be independent and think for themselves and have all the rights and do all the things. Like, we want the privilege without the consequence. And yeah. we want the privilege without thinking about the consequence. Yeah, like, we want to evolve without thinking about how it'll affect humanity. There is a lot of positive to it, like the becoming normalized um, for not wanting babies because I think everyone should have a choice. Mm-hmm. Also, it's becoming more normalized to cut off family members, which I think it's okay to cut off toxic family members, 100% okay. But also, in the long run, it's... Um, it's making everyone okay with being distant, which is also not a bad thing. I think it's a part of evolving. In a way, we kind of just have to go with it. Yes, know? but also there's so much value in some of the systems that have been put in place by our ancestors. And there's a reason why, you know, whether it's your culture or my culture, we have certain values that our parents adhere to or really, like, um, you know, have been carrying throughout their generations, and then we get the right and the privilege to say, hmm, I don't like this, or maybe I don't want to follow this. But the, the, fact, uh, the fact is that it's worked for them, and it's worked for so many generations, and now we live at a time where we have a choice. I don't want to follow this, you know, the value system of this culture that I come from. Or if, if let's say, in my culture, it's very common for the parents to pick your partner, to pick your spouse. And that results in very low divorce rate. If you think about it, it's good in a way, but it also suppresses one sex or the other sex, depending on how you look at it, and it has its negatives. So how do you find a perfect middle ground? But we're not doing that. Like, that's what our job should be, is to find a middle ground. We're just going and um, exploiting our freedom without the sense of consequence. That's the perfect word, because we don't think about the because it's one thing to say this is not me anymore and this is why and this is what I want to do about it and it's another thing to be ignorant towards why that was there before and to devalue it Um, because it was there for a reason I think the core the core intention of things when it comes to religion or traditional things um, is always a positive it's the Mm -hmm. things that come after it that end up corrupting it but um, I don't think people should be ignorant um, and completely dismiss things either true so yeah I guess it would just depend on it's like the emotional interpretation that people derive as opposed to the rationale rationale that's rooted in the text or in the learning in the teaching rather yes and everyone feels super entitled nowadays and I think um, it's a way for them to feel validated, to be like, no, to say no, you know? It really is. And that, again, all of that is emotional. Like, if you have an emotional reaction to a certain stimuli, you're more likely to say, you're more likely to reject it, as opposed to deal with the emotion, go through the emotion, because that takes work. It's yeah. easier to reject it. Yeah. And, and, and still feel virtuous and still feel like you're doing the right thing. Like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. 
and I'm empowered. And then you have people that support you for that behavior, not realizing you're creating a somewhat of a toxic echo chamber where no one's going to tell you what it is either. Because if someone yeah. comes up and tells you, hey, this is where you're wrong, they can rely on that virtue signaling to be like you're being a misogynist or you're being toxic and yeah. then they want to cancel you. And it's stupid to me that we can't have conversations anymore that are real. Like we, we have to be so politically correct and so careful about what we say, but we're fucking complex human beings. Like yeah. we can't operate in a careful territory. You yeah. have to have hard, uncomfortable conversations to figure out what's best for society.